Hi, this is Vinny DeRosa, and you're listening to me, Cousin Vinny, on the CousinVinnyNetwork.com. That's C-U-Z-I-N-V-I-N-N-I-E Network.com. I'm going to be sharing a few topics that I know a lot about, and some not so much. I've traveled and lived throughout the state of Florida since 1968, and I've been to places and seen things the last 50 years you wouldn't believe that existed. I won't sugarcoat my comments. I've been told that I'm not very politically correct. So if you have a question, drop us a line on our Facebook page at Cousin Vinny Network or call me at 888-738-7381. Again, my number is 888-738-7381 and be sure to share our podcast. Please take time to visit our sponsors at CousinVinnyNetwork.com. Without them, this network would not be possible. That's C-U-Z-I-N. V-I-N-N-I-E network.com. Hi, this is Cousin Vinny on the Cousin Vinny Network here in the sunny Crystal River of Florida. And today we have a special guest with us to talk about some really exciting things that are happening here in the Citrus County area, which people aren't really totally completely aware of. So I am going to bring to you today the... Halls River Alliance, I guess, president? Yes. Okay, so introduce yourself, Jim. Sure. My name is Jim Behunick. I'm the current president of the Halls River Alliance, and uh, basically we're a nonprofit organization here in Citrus County with the uh, main mission of keeping our estuary of the Halls River um, to standards so that we can kind of protect it for our future generations. So who else is with us here today? Hey, good morning. I'm Sue Scholes, a licensed real estate broker here in Florida. All right, so Jim... Uh, I know that you have been a longtime resident of here of Citrus County. Kind of give a little background, you know, how sure. long? Sure. You know. I've been here since uh, 1969. Uh, I graduated from Crystal River High in 1977. Oh, I'm sorry. I stand. <laughs> <laughs> so I've seen our little town, our little community grow up. And uh, uh, basically, our mom, my mom and uh, stepfather put the McDonald's in way back when. Uh, we were the first uh, owner. He was actually uh, Ray Kroc's uh, godson. Got franchised for like fifteen hundred bucks, but that's, 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 another, yeah, that's another story. Yeah. Back in the day, matter of fact, uh, Vinny, your dad, and my mom and stepfather, we uh, put together organizations like working with the Key Training Center, run for the projects, and uh, your dad was quite instrumental on in getting that project off the ground as well. Great, great. So we 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 are aware of. Um, the oyster population in the in the in the bays of Florida. Tell us a little bit about what the process is that you're you're trying to accomplish with the oyster shells and also the the um, um, I just lost my brain. Oh, scallops. Scallops. I just yes. bra- I just went brain dead. You know. Sure. Well, not basi- enough- basically, Citrus County has a very unique situation. We're we're very blessed to have. Uh, opportunity to be swimming with the manatees here where like basically the only place in the state if i'm not mistaken <coughs> in the Correct. united states that can yep. actually legally swim with a manatee with using the proper instruction and proper uh, techniques that we are authorized with the state but we do have a situation here we have a, a very blessed market with uh scallop season that we have usually runs between july 1st and about the middle or end of september so we have a very abundant tourism that comes in and uh, you know, takes advantage of our scallop season. And Vinny, I just want to let your your listeners know that I have a, a small touch of Parkinson's. So if you hear me, yeah. get excited and yeah. my voice that's, wiggles that's, and that's wobbles cool. and I start thumping around. I get <laughs> passionate when I start talking and my Parkinson kicks up a little bit. That's okay. That's okay. We all have have things that we deal with every day. And, and you know, you, it, you, you got to think that 
there are people who are less fortunate than us. Well, here's, here's my set on it is I've, I've been blessed. I've been blessed for sins. And basically I, I picked it up a little bit by spraying some uh, toxic paints back in the military. So the military's taken care of me quite well. And with not chasing the dollar to try to figure out how to put a food on a table or roof over my head, my mind sh shifted and said, look, you can't take none of this stuff with you. And you realize that you have to make that legacy that's going to make a difference in your community as you pass on in life. And I, what I'd like to do is say, welcome home, brother. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right. So let's talk about what's going on here in Citrus County. Sure. And I noticed on your website, putting your dinner to work. Sure. That's, that, that was catchy. When I saw that, I go, wow, putting your dinner to work. That's interesting. So I, my dinner's going to pay for me? Here's what that mindset is. Okay. Is every day thousands of oysters are devoured in, in Florida seafood restaurants. Those shells are then discarded and added to our ever-growing landfills. Oyster recycling programs are popping up all over the state to recycle oyster shells back into the environment to create new habitats to restore damaged oyster reefs. On a side note, one oyster can clean between 25 and 30 gallons of water a day. A day. A day. Each so individual. Each individual oyster. And you know and I know from being here, like I say, almost 50 years. Yeah. 50 years here. 90% of our oyster beds are gone. Yes. 90%. Yes. Yes. So they're wondering why King's been so nasty. Yep. That's a good reason is that we don't have a lot of oyster beds. So here's what we're doing is we, with the blessing of the Marines Discovery Center over in Volusia County, we're working with the Memorandum of Understanding and we actually duplicated the shuck and share program that they have in Volusia County and we brought it over here to Citrus County. So what the shuck and share program consists of is we've got about eight or nine different restaurants that we go by that serve oysters on a half shell. Now, oysters on a half shell means that we can come by a couple every other day or so, and we pick up two, three, four buckets of oyster shells. Those shells then have to sit and be decontaminated for about six months. We set them out, and we dry them, we sun dry them, we flip them, flop them. And then we have the students that or individuals that come in and volunteers help us put them in a netting bag. Wow, I get excited. You put, them, <laughs> you put them in a net bag, and basically, we work with the marine biologist here in the town um, of uh, Cedar Key, Savannah Berry. She's a PhD for the state of Florida that runs all the oyster programs in the state. And with her blessing, we have just found out that, and this is exciting because Crystal River has a very big problem with scallop shells. Mm -hmm. We found out now that we have scallop shells wow. for recycling oyster beds. So so now in addition to the oysters, we have scallop shells and, and yes. season. I mean, do they have any estimate of how many scallops are, are harvested every season? Well, put it this way. One of our restaurants, excuse me, one of the hotels here, we'll use the Best Western for an example. Yes. They have 10 boats a day go out with 10 people. Wow. They have a one gallon limit. Wow. That's about a thousand gallons a day of shells. Of shells. Of one. Oh, just one, one boat. boat. I mean, one rest. One. one, boat, one oh, yeah. One location. One establishment. Yeah. One. Yeah, one. So that was, that's daily. Wow. So now, instead of having them, throwing them in the river and having all these signs up and down the river that says, no, 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 no. no, no, no. Now we're going to be working on recycling programs. We're also trying to encourage the state of Florida with the FWC, Florida Freshwater Game Commission, basically runs the opportunity to put a uh, scallop stamp in place. With that scallop stamp, basically people now are buying a fishing license to go out and do scalloping. So if we have a stamp in place, we can designate specific, say for example, the stamp was $20. Right. We can put $10 towards restoration, $10 towards enforcement. And there's a grant process that's already in place for applying for the grants for those kind of restoration projects. Someone else. No, that that that's that's phenomenal. I mean, so you've taken the oysters, which was a, 
uh, commodity that's becoming scarcer and scarcer, yes. helping reestablish a, a, a sustainable growth pattern of, of well, new... Well, that's, that's exactly right. The oyster, the way the cycle grows with an oyster, it basically, when the oyster goes for the reproductive system, it has to have, it's called spat. It shoots spat out into the water, and if the spat doesn't have a hard surface to stick to, right. it will just flow down, down the river, and, and it's gone. done. Yeah, it's done. So with these encouraged... Um, oyster beds that we're putting in place, it has more of an encouraged growth for oysters. So you're taking a used shell. Correct. And the spat then reattaches itself to that, to that shell, shell and regenerates itself into another fresh oyster correct. that can be reharvested and recycled. So now you start a perpetual cycle of, of just shell, spat, shell, spat. And just and in the meantime, our water's getting cleaner and cleaner yeah, and cleaner. Yeah, because of the, the, the filtration yeah. system they provide to the, equi- uh, you know, the economy. Yeah. Ecosystem. The ecosystem. Ecosystem, yeah. Yeah, that's correct. And that's that's why it's such a, uh, an encouraging program, especially when uh, I've been to many, many tourist development meetings, and that was a big concern always is these people are showing their shells back in the river, and they just went through millions of dollars redoing our Kings Bay with a beautiful rock, rock, And I would have to say, like, as a local, knowing that the tourism folks come to town, we have all witnessed um, the shucking of the the scallops. And uh, there are signage all around, but it's not regulated. And we ask the tourism, please read the sign. Do not dump your shells. And and. They turn around, they look at us like in an entitlement, yeah. entitlement There's, that they're on vacation, that they've spent money, and, and they're, they're not respecting yes. our environment. It's unfortunate that the signs are up saying no, 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 but unfortunately, there's no enforcement. Well, yeah. There is no law yeah. that says you can't, can't put them back right. in the river. Right. So right. here's, here's the growing pain that I see that's going to take place. Remember the boys that's been here 100 years or so, and they've all sat by the docks, and they shuck those scallops for X amount of dollars? Yep. Hmm. Isn't that an occupation? Isn't that an occupational license requirement? Yeah. Shouldn't there be a mandatory recycling place? If they're shucking for money, they need to be participant, yeah. mandated. That's on actions of our county commissioners. Yeah. That's the kind of stuff we have to push for. Right. Yeah, it's the whole educational part of it. Absolutely. Correct. Getting getting everyone on board, you know, to understand uh, our environment and how we need to protect it and, and the education to you know, from our locals to the tourism, to the business operators, um, the, um, the Department of um, Environmental, all of us working together for, for the um, overall benefit of our uh, water systems, yep. our, our environment. Another approach that our organization is going to be uh, attempt is uh, working with the tourist developments. And, um, they basically get uh, 5% sales tax on a, a rental of a hotel room, and that goes towards tourist development. So you get a 6% sales and then a 5% tourist right. bed and breakfast right. tax. So that 5% is being put into the kitty. And what we're going to try to do is uh, see if we can get a designated 1% of that 5% specifically for shoreline restoration projects and, and have it pre-designated. The grant process is already in place. Right. They just have to make another line item and designate it accordingly. But if, and that's shooting for this upcoming January. Right. So how, how big an organization is there here in Citrus County? As far as our, our Halls River Alliance? Yeah, the Halls River right Alliance. Right now we're, we're probably about uh, 10 people or so. We've, we've spent the last year and a half coordinating our board 
um, getting legal with the state of Florida right. in the Department of Agriculture, all the people that had to be in place, you know, your 990 had to be filed and all the right. all the paper. This is your nonprofit? <laughs> Correct. And we were a nonprofit. So mm -hmm. we're, there was hurdles that we had to go through to make sure that we're legal on that end of it. So we set up all our bank accounts and all that kind of stuff, our PayPal and, you know, get everything to it. So now we're, we're expanding our board a little bit. I just got a word yesterday that uh, Workman's going to be joining our board which is going to give us a nice little, because he's a people person. Yep, yep. Again, a lo uh, wonderful local business person. And a plumber to boot, yep, so yep. he knows Suncoast Plumbing. <laughs> we'll give right. him a shout out. Excellent. Appreciate it. You'll appreciate that. <laughs> Other than that, uh, just kind of treading water here, buddy. Treading water, huh? Okay, so now let's talk about, we've we've taken and, and reset the beds, so now there's a new harvest of, of oysters and clams in the future. Mm -hmm. uh, we have local establishments that are participating in your program. Yes, correct. Right now we have uh, oysters, claw daddies, Kelly's on a half shell, uh, seagrass. Um, those are where we're getting most of our oysters. Right. Yeah, I see on your website you got oysters, claw daddies. Yeah, the cove. cove. Believe it or not, Kelly. the cove. Central Central Florida is actually our biggest oyster producer in in the county. Is the cove? Really? Well, you would think it would be on this side, but it's. They have on a, the other side, they have a bunch of oyster eaters. Well, they got a lot of oyster. Yeah, and, and and it's and it's not you know partial because it's on the coast. Right. So, of these of these, so what is the process for the establishment to participate? What we do is uh, we we get a volunteer and a volunteer we assign it to that particular restaurant. For example, use uh, Kelly's on a half shell. Right. I, I pick that one up. I pick it up on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays. I leave them between ten and fifteen buckets with lids. They're food grade buckets so that we don't have any problems with the uh, health department or anything. Good. They're all scrubbed out each and every time they're used to be sanitized. Um, then we uh, have lids as well. They collect the shells during the day. They put them out back, and I pick them up in the morning. I dump them in a uh, secured location because it's worth their weight in gold. Yes, sir. <laughs> because, um, and then uh, basically let them sit for about six months or so. The state of Florida requires that we decontaminate them for six months. We, we put them in the sun. We flip them. We flop them. We don't put no chemicals on them because they have to go back into no, as natural as water. That's yep. correct. And being that they come from the county, they should come back into the county waterway. So there's no problem with decontamination on that end of it. Wow. All right. So we've got local restaurants. I mean, obviously you would like to have more participation. Sure. I mean, have you got a target or a goal of restaurants that you want to do here in Citrus? I, I able to cover everyone that has Oysters. oysters on the half shells, but and, it all and depends on volunteers. Yeah, I mean, what's 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 the what's the biggest objection of the restaurateur? I mean, there should the restaurant be. is they're happy campers is as long as it's easy for them, they don't care because it's right. one, it's it's saving them time. There's somebody picking up a nuisance. It's a nuisance to the restaurant people. Right, a lot of people like for example the restaurants in Old Homosassa don't use on the half shell because it's not cost effective. There's a couple down there. I think Mongo's Mongo's Tavern serves on a half shell, but um, a lot of them is not cost effective to shuck because the, the demand isn't that high. Right. For example, the Cove over in Inverness, they have a promotion on Saturday with uh, oysters and mimosas, so that's, okay. that's why they have a, an abundance. Right. Right. So maybe that would be something that we could work on with you to, to work on a public awareness of it. Sure. Appreciate uh, that. With with any of the restaurants, maybe we can come in and do a little. Uh, podcast at their establishment and talk about how their restaurant can participate, how their customers helping the economy by eating more oysters. That, that would work in unison with uh, the requirement for our radio stations also to do nonprofits. They have to do the PSA announcements as well. So they also have offered so we can work in unison and have a, a great push. We're looking for 
the month of January, right after the Manatee season, right after the Manatee Festival, we'll be doing a uh, a uh, um, a membership drive as well as a, um, a fundraiser drives. For All right. So January. if some if somebody wanted to get a hold of you, Jim, what is the easiest, quickest way for well, someone? If they want to contact me personally, you're welcome to call me at area code three five two. Two five seven zero eight nine six. If you have any questions or whatnot, just remember I am human, so I go to bed around eleven, twelve at night. So don't be calling me at three in the morning because <laughs> I will block you. <laughs> if you want to go to the website, there is a, uh, a volunteer application on one of the pages. The website's being under construction, but it does have most of the pertinent information right now. You'll see some of the bags and how we have them stacked, and and uh, it is such a, a, a rewarding program knowing that I'm, I'm making my part here to keep our little community clean. Yeah. So what I'm going to do is uh, when we get the podcast up, I'm going to put links to this in the in the show notes, uh, specifically for the Halls River oh, Alliance and all of the other uh, partner restaurants, so that people can shop locally to companies that are participating in helping you build this good. this this project. And all the different uh, functions that we have, we have a lot of festivals between like October and right. May in this in this neck of the woods. So we'll be at most of the uh, functions. And if you stop by and see us there, we'll be passing out a little rack card at the bottom of it. It has a, a dollar off coupon for any of our participating right. restaurants towards a dozen oysters. So that gives a little bit of a, a help clients as well. Cause in my world, eat more oysters, buddy. Yeah. Eat more oysters. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, 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 I tried them years and years ago when I first moved here and being from New York back in the sixties here I go oysters, oh, man. And, and I just didn't have a taste for them at the time, but now I just love them to death. I just, this kind of is a segue into what else we do with our oyster shells and our scallop shells. Building meds is one aspect of it, which helps encourage the uh, filtration of the water. Right. Yeah. But another, another aspect of this, of the shells accumulation is um, what they call a living shoreline. Basically in the seventies and sixties and seventies in the Florida, they put up the bulkheads, of straight right. seawalls. Seawalls. Yes. And it was very hard on our, our, our ecosystem. Animals can't get in. The right. Tides don't work. They right. wash out, they float up it's just a pain in the yin yang. But what's going on now is they've done a bunch of research where they feel they realize that from the water line to the top of the berm should be at about a 30 degree angle. Mm-hmm. And with that in mind, especially in our markets with a lot of seagrasses and marshlands, correct? that we put it at an angle and then you have the proper uh, plants as well as the, um, the proper um, um, access to the animals to be able to come up and down. And what they're saying is just like a dock, for example, usually runs between 800 and $1,000 a linear foot. Yes. So does living shoreline. The shoreline usually runs between eight hundred and a thousand dollars a linear foot, but the savings is tremendous over the amount of of excellence that you would have with access to the animals and the um, the energy be absorbed from all the storms. It has somewhere to be absorbed. Well, yeah, because if you have a flat wall and you got water just hitting up against it constantly, yep. it, it's going to deteriorate. Where this is just a natural ebb and flow exactly. of the water and the tides. And that's what that's what purifies our our fresh water and is is the marshes. Right. Well, I, you know, uh, there's a lot to be said about our local uh, economy and, and the ecology of it. Uh, it's fascinating to see that something so simple as an oyster has such a major or big impact. You okay there? She's starting to have a coughing fit. <laughs> She's, you know, I thought I was going to be the one. That's okay. Don't worry about it. It happens. You know, it happens to everybody. So I, I, it's really, it's really kind of exciting to see where this is going and where you've taken it from where it is. 
uh, we would love to participate any way we can. Appreciate um, that. Well, just just like our, we have a, a one rake one rake at the time project that was here. I was the Rotary president of the Homosassa Club in 2011 and 12, mm -hmm. and we're very adamant on working with Art Jones with the one rake at a time program. Right. This works hand in hand with that. Absolutely. And this works in conjunction where grant monies can be obtained for these kind of projects as well. And being that the state of Florida has authorized tourist development funds to be used for these kind of projects, as long as certain criteria are met, like a learning center. Right. And this is, this is, this is nice to see that we can take something that we thought was so bad for our river, right. turn it into a commodity. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I would like to say thank you, Jim, for your time and, and for Sue for participating today for a little bit. <laughs> you, you alive now? Oh, I am. Thank You're you. You're good. Okay. I was, I was excited just to, um, I'm in awe of what you're doing, actually, right. and I'm sorry about that. That's all right. Most people thought I was a little, a little uh, crazy to get started playing with oyster shells, but there is method to my madness. And absolutely. And uh, I myself got educated today, so I appreciate that. There's a lot to learn. So I'm so glad that you came in. Appreciate and um, me, myself, I'm, I'm very interested in learning more. And well, there's always an yeah. opportunity to help uh, fill some bags for us. We'll be having some announcements on uh, actual time we can fill. Just as an example, a five-gallon bucket of oysters usually runs between 30 and 35 pounds. At this point, year to date, I'm talking from October when we first started with the oyster program this year, October. We usually run till, from October 1st till April 15th right. or the end of March, depending on how quickly the tourists want to leave. <laughs> <laughs> but usually right now we're sitting on uh, right at about eight tons of oyster shells since October. Eight tons. Eight tons. 16,000 pounds of oyster yes, shells. Yes, sir. Since October. Since October. How often do you, um, do you bag them? At this point, I haven't bagged any because they have to sit. For they have six to months. sit for six. So I have, I have last year's collection that we haven't bagged yet, and I've I've got about maybe four tons from last year, and I've already doubled what I've picked up from last year, and I'm only halfway through my season. So they're still in the cleansing stage, correct? The yeah. drying out, uh, non-bacterial cleansing stage. Correct. Okay. So what do you need? Just just before we get out of here, what do you need now? In support, help. I mean, I know people. People. We need people. Okay. We need concerned citizens that want to give back to the community. That want to have you go to the website at hallsriveralliance.org, check on our volunteer page. And what we'll be doing is uh, basically, I need someone that says, "Hey, I want to take care of a restaurant." Okay. So, you, all right. What kind of tasks? So, we have a task that maybe someone who could be assigned to a, their favorite restaurant That's to correct. go pick up. That's right. Oyster shells. A couple times a week. A couple of times a week. Off X amount of buckets. Pick up X amount of buckets. Okay. So we, we we need people to pick up at hotel. I mean, hotel restaurants. Now. Have all the restaurants been uh, uh, contacted? Or, no, no. Because only as as big as the organization. Okay. You know, okay. If we only got ten people, I can't I can't reach for fifteen restaurants if I only got ten. Right. Okay. So what we need to do is 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 entice or invite other restaurants to say, hey, look, we're interested. You know, we'd like to participate. Then our next part would be to find a match picker, a person, match correct. a person, or maybe somebody at the establishment who'd like to yep. to participate as as a an that's aside correct. of just a community service. Because maybe sometimes somebody in that restaurant would go, "Wow, that's pretty cool. I'd like to be a part of that. I work there. I'm a part of that. I appreciate that. And then, Absolutely. You know, then that establishment would have a connection to it, yep. so that they could actually see that 
you know, there's a cost benefit well, of there's, there. There's benefit. And I'd like to see our restaurants and Citrus County as a whole be on the positive side of recycling. I don't want to be reactive. I want to be proactive. Right. And that's what we're trying to cross to the county. Let's be proactive about this. We can handle our shells. We don't have to see them go in the bottom of the river. Right. We can have a way of picking them up. We can have a place to store them and we can put them to use. Well, just like you said, we have the oysters. Now you're talking about, you know, the scallop season. That's another that's, tremendous. That's, I mean, that's two weeks worth of pure gold coming. Yes, out. yes, pure absolutely. Gold. So I think I think what we need to do now is try to educate not only the consumer but the the restaurants that this is a viable, because they're selling it. They want more product to sell. So the more they put into the system, the more they're going to get back on the back that end. That is some of our uh, POS, our point of sales uh, equipment that we give the restaurants. We come in, we give them signage, we give them some right. trifolds, and we're trying to work with a, a beer distributor now to give us our coasters because they're not cheap. Yeah. <laughs> and everything says eat more oysters, eat more oysters. Yeah, right. Well, maybe a little bit of a story on there, too. You know, right. it would, a little picture of, you know, here's where it starts and this is what you got. And we want to bring it back to where yep, you can have, have. We have cycled. I, I saw that. I, I saw that. I'm, and I'm going to steal some of that to sure. use on the on the on the podcast. Have yeah. you reached out, um, to the tour companies as well? Um, um, it's all based upon growing pains. Okay, you, know, you got to have people. It's still uh, those, based even on my people. board. My board says the same thing. Let's go, let's go, let's go. I say, hey, I tell you what, everybody, let's double our club size. Everybody, bring one, and we just doubled our class. You know, we just yeah. doubled our size. So right. people, Volunteers people are. Yeah, it, it's need. tough. I, I've been involved with a lot of, you know, volunteer organizations over the years, and there's always a certain amount of people who yes. will participate. 20, 80%, or 80, 20. Yes, yeah, the old 80, 20. It's actually 90, 10 most yes. cases. And and you and I have seen it over the years. And unfortunately, it, it's it unless you get the bug for it and want to do it, you know, a lot of people go, yeah, yeah, we want him. And they don't. Well, that's they don't. why I get key people like Todd. Todd Workman, uh, you get you get certain individual county you know and I know that it's going to go quick. Yes, and when they realize it's as powerful as that limb program. Oh, oh yeah. And if they and this ties yeah. into that whole program. If they I don't, mean, if they don't make investments to re to reestablish this river, you're not going to have it in tourism down the road. You're not going to have the opportunity to make money taking them down a manatee tour. The river will be gone. Yeah. Okay, so if you don't protect it now and put things in place, that's yeah. what I'm looking for. Yeah. I'm not looking for today's dollars. Yeah. I want things in tomorrow's dollars count. Yep. All right, well, thank you, uh, Jim, for coming in. Vinny, I thank you much for the opportunity, and Sue, it's been a pleasure meeting oh, you as well. I, I learned so much today. I'm excited for you. I'm excited for the tourism. I'm excited for the waterways, uh, the whole economic system, you know, to continue to move forward for um, our future generations as well. Cool. And again, everybody at HallsRiverAlliance.org, volunteer and or donate. Thank you. Uh, this is Cousin Vinny on the Cousin Vinny Network. And thank you for listening. And we'll have another episode coming up soon. Hi, this is Vinny DeRosa. Thank you for listening to Cousin Vinny. Come back to hear more of the good, the bad, and the ugly. Cousin Vinny is part of the Cousin Vinny Network. Be sure to share our podcast. You can contact me at 888-738-7381 or Facebook on Cousin Vinny Network. Please take time to visit our sponsors at CousinVinnyNetwork.com. Without them, this network would not be possible. That's C-U-Z-I-N-V-I-N-N-I-E Network.com.